A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Rex Factor! This week, Colin! With your hosts, Graham Duke and Ali Hood. Hello! Sorry, when you said you're ready, I just said yes. I wasn't sure. I didn't mean it. (laughs) But I am. Hello! (laughs) And uh, welcome to Rex Factor, reviewing all the kings and queens of of Scots, from Kenneth McAlpin to James VI. So, here we are at Cullen. Now, if you've done this in um, chronological order, which I'd recommend, you'll recognise him from the previous episode. You will. He did make an appearance in that previous episode. Uh, To give a bit of backgroundy stuff and context Mm. to Colin's reign, we have the sort of progenitor of the Alpin dynasty, Mm. Kenneth McAlpin, who in the 840s um, created the beginnings of what would ultimately become uh, Scotland. Um, And the succession was managed by this sort of alternating system between brothers. So rather than going from father to son, it went father to first son, second son, i.e. brother, Mm. then to the first brother's sons, then to the second brother's sons. Getting more and more distance, and for a while we've been saying, trouble is a brewing. And it is now very much brewed. Steeped. (laughs) Indeed. Um, So um, the two lines descend from Constantine I the blue team, Boo. and Ayath of the red team. Hey, hashtag remember Ayath. Um, so things have gone quite well for a decent amount of time. We had Constantine II um, from 900 to 943, who defeats the Vikings and then allies with them against Athelstan mm-hmm. of England. Mm-hmm. Then Malcolm I, who allied with the Saxons, got a little bit of territory sort of under his control mm-hmm. and also helped to defeat the Vikings in York. Um, and then Indulf, who got hold of Edinburgh. Yes, which we thought was great, but ultimately not so So all was going well, but then last time we had Duff. Mm. And Duff is the first king to suffer from this dynastic problem. Yeah, he didn't do well. He didn't do very well, um, and he had to struggle against our monarch for this week, which is Cullen. Who he defeated. Initially. Right. Mm. Anyway, that brings us up to Cullen. As ever, we don't know when he's born. Right. His uh, father died in the year 962. So at least nine months before then. Well, yeah, well, just then. He fought Duff in 965. So we oh. assume he was older than three yeah. at that point. So probably sometime in the 940s. Okay. Why don't we know this? Why don't they find birthdays important? I don't know. They just didn't bother recording it for some reason. If you know that, let us know. Yeah. Um, so if we look at the family tree the reds and the blues. This mm. will be available on the WordPress site. It will also mm. be available on uh, Facebook 
Yeah. I will have links to this. So, Cullen is part of the red team. Yes. So, he's descended uh, from Ieth. So, it goes Ieth, Constantine II, Indolf, and Cullen on the reds. Blues mm. goes Constantine the first, Donald the second, Malcolm first, and Duff from so, last week. Exactly. So, Cullen is uh, the latest in the red team, hoping to take control of the Scottish kingship. Let's see how he gets on. Um, but, first of all, let's see how he looks on the card. Oh, yeah, yeah right. Heritage uh, Playing Cards Limited cards. We don't have contemporary descriptions Ooh. or paintings, so we rely on this particular artist's Drum please. Oh, my word. <laughs> this artist has a lot more flair than the British kings and queens. Like. <laughs> this is totally different. Um... I'm thinking Game of Thrones, um, Snores of the Rings. Very impressive, shiny silver helmet on his very beardy head. Uh, the textbook char- uh, tartan robe, chainmail, muddy trousers, sword, and Is most prominently, oh, I see, sorry, yeah. blooming big axe. Yeah, two hands on that beast. Yeah, that's. I mean, he looks as ferocious as his. Generation before <laughs> blue team member Malcolm the first, but actually, if you pitch, but I'm holding the two next to each other. I'm going for Cullen. Mm. Looks like he means business. Though I do know he's lost a battle, so mm. Mm, mm, he is the two of spades. Mm. His uh, epithets, his Scandinavian nickname, apparently is Ring. Why? Don't know. <laughs> he's referred to in the Chronicles of the Kings of Alba as Caniculus. Which means little dog. Ah, that, I thought that sounded offensive. <laughs> um, and the prophecy of Burkan describes him as Anfion, or the white. So he, ah, black. Their last one was the black. Yes. So is that just laziness? Probably. Right. <laughs> okay. Almost certainly. Um, so, as we said, in Duff's reign, hmm. we had a battle between Duff, who was a king, and Cullen who seems to have decided that he wants to be king and that, you know, all of this succession business, it's also distant now. It might as well just be whoever fancies it. But he is related. He is, he is related and yeah. he is descended from Kenneth of Calpin. But right. it's all now so distant from each other that they've got no real ties of loyalty to each other. Yeah. So they have a battle at Krupp Ridge in which the abbot of Dunkeld and the Mormon of Athol are killed. Yes. Presumably they're on Cullen's side. Yes. Duff is victorious. Yes. But... Um, soon after that, Duff is expelled from the kingdom. Now, we don't know whether this is clever political House of Cards stuff from Cullen, mm, mm. or if Duff just loses support mm. from uh, from his previous allies. But either way, Duff is kicked out and killed, somehow or other, in about 967. And Cullen just mm. moves into the seat. Is there no one else? Cullen that... fills the vacancy. But it's there's no there's no question marks about that. That's... Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that he is without challenge, but he is clearly the next person to uh, come to the fore. Um, So, we refer once again to the Chronicles of the Kings of Alba Mm. for a uh, short overview of what happened. So this is the medieval source um, going from Kenneth McAlpin to Kenneth II, Mm. and it says about Cullen. Cullen ruled for five years. Marken, the son of Briotolach, was killed in the church of St. Michael. Liot and Sluagadach left for Rome. Bishop Malbricht rested. Kellach, the son of Ferdelach, ruled. 
Malbrict, the son of Dubican, died. Cullen and his brother Yoki were killed by the Britons. Again, so many questions. <laughs> Are they the same Cullens? They're all talking about the same Cullen? Um, yes, yeah, so the Cullen at the start ruled for five years, and the Cullen at the end, killed by the Britons, mm. are the king that we're talking about. And no relation, just for anyone who might be confused about the Yoki there. No, that's not the Yoki that was the sort of co-ruler yeah. with Girik mm. back in the day. However, this is Cullen's own brother, Yoki. Right. Okay, so they're all, all the same Cullen. Yes. Right. And when they say the bishop rested, did it, was that another decade getting it? Right, yeah, yes. good. We don't know who uh, most of the other people are, and I'm not entirely sure what <laughs> the places are. But the key things for us really is that Cullen and his brother Yoki were killed by the Britons. Britons? Now there you haven't popped up for a while. They're Strathclyde chaps, yeah. indeed. So the Annals of Ulster in 971. Cullen, Indulf's son, King of Scotland, was killed by Britons in a field of battle. Mm. Right. No more detail? No more detail from them on that. Now, um, the men of Strathclyde is who we're talking about here. So Strathclyde, or as it was alternatively known, Cumbria. Oh, right. Yeah. So this is southwest of modern-day Scotland. Yeah. So kind of from the Glasgow area right down into the Lake District. So yeah. sort of Glasgow to Penrith, yeah. this sort of area. Now, it's always been a bit under the foot of Scotland, mm. literally, I suppose, at the bottom. But it's always kind of been dominated by Scotland. In particular, in the reign of Malcolm I, it was given to him to rule over by the King of England. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But this kingship continued. So what we think happened is that Malcolm was probably the overlord, but he allowed the resident monarchy to carry on, because it would have been difficult to control it directly. Admin. Exactly. They needed Indolf. So they still had their own king's uh, ruling. So it seems at this period that they bite back a little bit perhaps strengthened and encouraged by the fact that the Scottish monarchs are now fighting each other. Yeah, uh, but yeah, good timing. Chance for the Britons to reassert themselves. Um, so it's said to be in a place called Abington in uh, Lanarkshire, which is mm. in this sort of Lothian territory. So again, that's in that sort of middle bit, which is south of where Scotland was, north of where Northumbria is. North it's of this grey area. Grey area yeah, that yeah, everyone's probably bad. always fighting over. Um, despite Indol's successes in bringing Edinburgh to heel, it's still not really... Mm definitively Scottish or anybody else in terms of why as we said the Britons may now be choosing to resist Scottish rule Mm. alternatively as the Scots do have this overlordship status maybe Cullen was attempting to increase his control seemed reasonable yeah Um, but they might have resisted it alternatively perhaps the Britons were in line with the blue team (laughs) so Cullen is of the reds treacherous terrors maybe the Britons were the blues Mm. However, there's a little bit more detail from some other sources. Please, please, fingers crossed. The Chronicon Scotorum. The, sorry? <laughs> Chronicon Scotorum. Oh, OK, right. Cullen, Indol's son, King of Scotland, was killed by Britons in a house on fire. Oh, that's a bit more colour, isn't it? Mm. Mm. So a house... With the oranges and yellows, <laughs> but yeah. So in this suggestion, rather than a battle, he's killed in a house burning. Assassination? Yes, and it's suggested that the person who did it was a man called... Amdark or uh, Ryduk. So this is a son of King um, Diftwal or Dunmile. Mm. So he was the one that got defeated by Edmund of Wessex and the territory given over to the sons. The one mm. we have that legend about with the Cairns and yeah, yeah. the A591. Um, so it seems that there's some kind of feud between Amdark, who's a prince of the Britons, and Cullen of the Scots. Because that old 
rivalry? Well, we'll see. We've got the different explanations for why it was. It's too late for me to ding my bell, but mm. I would have done. Well, I think you may ding your bell a little bit later okay. when we come to review mm. him. Right. Battleiness! On the plus side, yeah. Cullen gets the throne. But not by battle. Well, we don't quite know. Somehow or other, Duff is overthrown and Cullen becomes king. But he does lose that initial battle. He does lose that initial battle, this is true. So it may just be a bit of political skullduggery or dust unpopularity rather than Cullen actually, mm. by military triumph, yeah. becoming king. To be fair to him, though, this is only the second time so far that we've had a usurpation in Scotland. Who's the other? Previous one, well, I suppose, well, we had Girick who usurped Ieth, and then technically Donald II usurped Girick, but essentially that was bringing it back. Bit of Malcolm? play. Potentially, Malcolm mm, maybe. But this is the first real proper, you know, sort of two people kind of on a level and just one yeah. service. So you know, it's not an insignificant achievement. Nope. To take the throne. However, it's done. However, it's done. He mm. does do it. Um, but as you said, he may not have actually had to fight battle to do it. He does get defeated in the battle that we definitely know he did have with Duff at yes. uh, Dunkrip in nine six five. And as we saw, there was a suggestion by some sources that he fought the Britons as Strathclyde in battle and was killed. Yeah, so every battle... He loses. Yes. Yeah. Don't know why his card is so terrifying then. Well, I mean, I guess maybe he's ready for battle, but I don't know, maybe he's muddy because he just sort of falls, falls over, over. and stuff. Yeah, and... he's always up for it, but yeah. all again, no idea. Maybe he's angry because everybody's laughing at him, mm. just as the artist yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> took my sketch. Oh, poor Cullen. Um, so, you know, it's not really that great. And we potentially have Strathclyde, for the first time in generations, uh, resilient, a bit more independent, and kicking back. Yeah, so which actually is, losing territory. Yeah, which is quite impressive, when because all the Saxon kingdoms by this point really have been swallowed up by what was Wessex, and it's now just England. Yeah. Strathclyde's still going. Britons. Wow, I can't believe it's so late to hear mm. their name. And that's it for battling us, for Cullen. It's... I'm afraid I'm going for a big round zero there. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, how can somebody that usurps the throne get a zero of a battleiness? Yeah, but and yet, there, there's nothing. He loses every time he fights. Yeah, he fought. He lost the big one. Yeah, and he certainly lost the one where he got killed. He certainly lost that. If he and did, he got fight. no other ones. Yeah. So, so it got to be a zero for mm. Cullen for battleiness. Mm. He's team red as well, isn't he? He's team red. Mm. I mean, also without wanting to uh, you know insult anybody of that name, but I mean, I suppose the anglicisation of Cullen would be. Colin. <laughs> Is that a name to strike fear into the hearts of your enemies? Oh, yeah, I wish there was Colin written under the name of that scary looking chap there. <laughs> Scandal. Well, here I think we've got a bit of stuff to go on. Lovely. Get prepared to ding. I'm finger is hovering. He maybe didn't fight a battle, but he does usurp the throne. That's true. He kicks Duff off. And as you said, we haven't had many more of those, and he's the first one to actually supplant someone in his own family. Well, Girick yeah. wasn't a relative of Ieth or of Donald. He's just some other guy that sort of chances it. Cullen, admittedly very, very, very distant, distant yeah. but they are actually part of the same family. Yeah, yeah. And that's the first time we've had that. So we do have that usurpation. That's there. Uh, that's not dingworthy yet. Not quite dinged. John of Forden's got a bit to say. No, he doesn't. He always does. So I think this is going to get a bit more colourful. Okay. And for spurning the advice of men of sense, he cleaved in all things to the paths of the young, <laughs> being sore given to violating maids, a lustful adulterer with the wives of nobles and private persons, 
in many things an imitator of Edwy, king of the English, who was just dead. <laughs> who was just Oh, was just, just dead. Died. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes much sense. This Edwy is uh, Edwig uh, yeah. that we reviewed, one of the Saxon kings, and he's the one that at his coronation banquet was discovered by the archbishop having a threesome yeah. with his girlfriend and the girlfriend's okay. mother. Okay. Right, well, that is brilliant, Graham. Wanton behaviour. And this is yeah. the first time we've ever had a depiction of wanton behaviour. Yeah, the Scots so far have been very pure. Yes. Well, that brilliant. Thank you, Cullen. We also have a bit more speculation as to uh, the cause of his death. Okay. So we had initially a suggestion that it was in battle. Yeah. But there was also a suggestion of a, a house on house, fire. Yeah. So this is scandal still. This is scandal. Okay. So he was wise. Chronicle of Melrose. Mm. He was a foolish man. Mm-hmm. It is said that Radhard slaughtered him in the Lothians because of the rape of his daughter, mm-hmm. whom the king had carried off for himself. Oh dear, that's not good. No. John of Forden, similarly, among other most heinous deeds of his, he snatched away against her will and violated the lovely daughter of a certain chief named Radhard, who would not of his own accord betray her to him, on account of which he was shortly afterwards slain by the father to the great joy of many and the grief of very few. So he was hated? According to John Forden, he's not a popular man. So we've got different names given, but we're now suggesting that Amdark, Ryduck, Radhard, whatever we call him, kills Cullen because Cullen, perhaps overlording it, mm. because he thinks hey, this is my territory, perhaps he's at a banquet, oversteps the boundaries. Telling me, yeah. Um, it's, it's sort of unclear whether he rapes her or whether he... Takes her for a wife or something. Takes her for his wife, seduces her, and the king isn't happy about it. Either way, does something not good. Does something very, very bad, and as a result, we have a hall burning. That this is sounding more likely. Mm. Now, this is quite a common motif in thinking Icelandic sagas or some Gaelic literature, but it does seem to mean something actually happened. So, effectively, Cullen and his brother Yoki mm. either sleeping inside or else just go in and then the door's shut. Mm. Gets set on fire. The building is set on fire by the Britons, and either they will suffocate, burn to death, or they'll try and get out and get stabbed. Yeah, I, yeah, they're they're finished. Definitely dead. Either way. Yeah, yeah. Which is a, a pretty grim way to go. It is. It's also very. I mean, we're very much in Game of Thrones territory here. It, it would make a spectacular end to a yeah to a, to a character in that in that program. <laughs> um, yeah, it's got red wedding written all over it. Mm. What and what was the other suggestion of death that he that they were just, it was just a battle? Oh, or a battle, yeah. So when we gave him less points on battliness, there we, might have even been less battles yes. to give him points on. He may not even have fought this battle. He may have just been locked up in a room and burnt. I mean, it's it's, it's bumping his scandal score up, and so he might yeah. end up beating Duff. Mm. But if he does on the back of scandal. Mm. It's not going to be pretty. I mean, it's not um, it's not the most moral of men. He doesn't sound no. like a very pleasant person. I bet they're annoyed when they when uh, they got him in. They thought we should yeah. have Duff back. Yeah, exactly. Hence, probably all that nonsense about the sun. Yes, maybe. Mm. So we've got usurping the throne. We've got a general wanton behaviour and violating maids and ability. We've got the rape or seduction of uh, the king of the Britons, uh, the daughter you... of the king of the Britons. Yeah, for which he's burnt. Yes, terrible death. All burning. I haven't had a juicy bit of scandal for a while. Mm. I like it. I like it a lot, Graham. Mm. I'm going for a four. My 
mouth went to say four then my head was going <laughs> five um it seemed quite low for you know, this is actual well because there's, scandal, there's yeah. all different types of scandal isn't there and this is this is fulfilling one factor and the usurpation as well oh the usurpation yeah mm. yeah uh, five I'm sticking five and I'm going to give him six half a point for the death half a point for the usurpation because I just feel it's too distant mm. they've set themselves up for this and then this is mean as though I mean you know it's like Malcolm the first got a twelve and a half for that potential forcing Constantine to abdicate I, but that I really enjoyed that murder Girick got the same score for a bit of usurpation oh did he murder yeah I well, I'm quite liking Colin. I'm going to give Colin a seven and a half. Okay, I think he's that is scandal. We haven't that really is. had this kind of scandal before. Yeah, yeah, we haven't had any of this type of scandal. Before. Mm. So I'm giving him, I'm giving him a pretty good score okay. there for his ill deeds. Okay, and you're finishing on. I'm finishing on a six. I'll stick with a six and si- <laughs> six point five because I hadn't appreciated how we'd scored the others for the use of <laughs> Six point five. Six point five and a seven point five, which gives us a score of fourteen. Ooh. Subjectivity. So, in his defence mm-hmm. Against him, John <laughs> Forden <laughs> John of Forden says he was useless and slack in the government of the kingdom, and nothing kingly or worthy of remembrance was done in his days. Yeah. I think they, they, he was the only one on the list that they could get in. So I can Blackadder when Milton reads out, we've got a list here of potential uh, Lord High Executioners. Lord Blackadder. <laughs> and then he just bolted up again. Um, yeah, we haven't got a, a nice thing to say about him. We've got him violating maids. We've got him raping uh, the princess. We've got everybody saying he's awful and a foolish man. I mean, he does look very dark and evil in that. Mm, usurping the throne, t- causing all this chaos, which continues after his reign yeah, as well. Yeah, he's not good for Team Red. Not a good one for Team Red at all. No, uh, nothing. Yeah, that has to be a big fun zero. Yeah. He deserves no points. No. Longevity. So he's king from nine six seven mm. to nine seven one, mm. which is four years. Oh, so at least that's less than Mr. Black. It's less than Mr. Black. So when we put that into the uh, patty-ometer, that gives them a score of 1.39. I can't believe, um, on reflection, that they their nicknames were... Mis- he was Mr. White, <laughs> and the other one was Mr. Black. Yes. <laughs> you look around. Well, around. Dynasty. Not the program. So Cullen has just one surviving child, which gives him a dynastic score of 2.22. After all that hard work, <laughs> it's like he's trying to do badly. So that gives Cullen a total score of 17.61. Which does take him above Darth. Really? What, how much has he got? 13? 14 points worth of scandal. Mm. Mm. It's a shame. It's always going to grab the headlines. It is. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he won't succeed in our final factor. Yeah. Does he have that certain something, that lasting legacy, that great achievement... That we call... Rex Factor! No. I mean, all you can say for him is that he does usurp the throne, Mm. and he gives us the first bit of genuine scandal. It's not Rexy. No. No. He doesn't win any battles. No. (laughs) Doesn't do any subjectivity, doesn't leave any kids, doesn't reign for very long. Isn't a nice piece of work isn't normally a problem, you can be excited for that, but... 
Oh, I mean, I suppose the only thing you've got going for him is that if this were Game of Thrones style show, mm. the series ending with him in a hall burning, it's quite a dramatic way to finish him off. You'd remember he'd be, he'd be an exciting character. Mm. But, but no, no, he's he's sort of very much the Joffrey, the character everybody wants rid of. Yeah, there's no Rex Factor there. No, no. it's a no for Cullen. He does not have the Rex Factor. Good riddance. Goodbye. So, uh, if you disagree with us mm. and you think that this uh, awful man deserves <laughs> the Rex Factor, um, go on to our blog, rexfactor.wordpress.com. Mm. Various blogs um, in support of the podcast where you'll find the family tree and all sorts of other things. But also, there are polls where you can say yes, no, or maybe for each of the Scottish monarchs, including yep. Cullen, whether or not you think they deserve the Rex Factor. And our previous podcast series... The Rex Factor of all the British kings and queens, uh, the the English ones initially, and then British. Um, yeah. And you can, um, if you don't mind the spoilers, you can say whether we're right or wrong there. Exactly. Well, actually, it's a yes, no, or maybe, so it's not really a spoiler. Oh, is it? It's just a straight oh, yeah. whether or not you think. Oh, go on through and then listen to them. Do it whenever you like. Yeah. Um, you can also get in touch with us via various social media um, at Rex Factor Pod on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Yes, please do get involved with the chats. And you can email us rexfactorpodcast at hotmail dot com. If you want to support the podcast, you can do so by leaving a review on iTunes. And sub- if you do use iTunes, please subscribe. It's really very helpful. Really helps uh, get noticed. Mm. Um, you can fund us uh, with a crowdfunding. You can yeah. become a patron, uh, where you'll see links to that on rexfactor.wordpress.com, which allows you to make a monthly donation. That would be lovely. Uh, alternatively, you can, via PayPal, make a one-off donation. Which is still is utterly lovely of you. Um, so that helps us cover our costs um, for hosting the podcast, for getting improved sound quality and, and, we were, and stuff and all that sort of stuff. Just before this episode, was, we started recording, we were looking at Graham's um, steam-powered laptop <laughs> clunking away, which you might be able to hear whirring away in the background. Yes, I put something on it, which makes it a little bit quieter. Yeah, we've got like a tea towel dampening the um, fan. You know, it's... It might be nice not to have that. Yeah, yeah if you want, if you want to donate. <laughs> um, anyway, some of the messages that we have had yeah. from various people. Um, this is just a bit of a general message from uh, Sandra Clark in Ontario. On the previous couple of podcasts, you chaps have mentioned several times that someone came a cropper. Mm. For the benefit of us here in North America, could you please explain what a cropper is and how does one become one? I've absolutely no idea what one is. Thank you, or cheers, or tar, or whatever means thank you in Britspeak. <laughs> I've absolutely no idea what a cropper is. I know how you become one and what one is once it's happened, but well, yes. I don't know. Well, I, I think that is the... Well, again, I don't know the origins no. of the phrase, but um, if one becomes a cropper, becomes a cropper. Cop it. Yes. <laughs> or, <laughs> <laughs> or um, you know, uh, I don't know. Die. Die is probably <laughs> the simplest, uh, yeah. most universal phrase. Yeah, bite the bullet. Yeah. Mm. Um, yes, anyway, if, uh, if you come a cropper, you die. Yeah. And it generally implies by misfortune of some kind. Yeah, though um, you can just say it when enough time has passed about an unfortunate death. Yeah. I mean, probably too soon for even mentioning people. Yes. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Certainly this long ago, the grizzly death, you came a cropper. Came rid of a cropper. Um, we've had a few messages in relation to Ieth. Hashtag. Hashtag remember Ieth. People are remembering him. They are remembering That's him. That's sweet. Um, Callum Robertson and uh, Brenda Vass both emailed in in relation to the issue of his children. Mm-hmm. Some histories credit him with having a second son, um, I, who is uh, Diftmile II of Strathclyde, or sort of Domhnall Mac Ada. 
Oh, Mac Ida. Yeah. It's now thought that this is probably a different Ieth, perhaps the king of Ilek, which mm-hmm. is just a small territory, rather than our Ieth son. Right. So for a while, historians assumed that this represented a, another sort of line of kingship and that Ieth's descendants were kings of Strathclyde mm. and that it was Strathclyde was almost like a, a practice kingdom. So the next in line would be ruler of Strathclyde oh, right, and then they became king of yeah. the Scots. This is now not generally thought to be the case and it's no. probably a bit of confusion with the names being a bit similar and overlapping and stuff like that. Would have been a good idea though. Wouldn't very, very and idea, also wouldn't cleared up all this all this palaver. Exactly. Were you king of Strathclyde? Mm. No. So we still only give him the credit for the one son. Okay. But it was a good son, we're constantly mm. in the second. Uh, Matthew uh, Constable on Facebook. Hello, Matthew. Picking up on the fact that Ieth is spelt A-E-D, which looks a bit like sort of aid, Mm. um, he's saying that, um, I just had an idea we should all get behind. As a bit of cross-promoting, we organise all of the X Factor winners from around the world to do a charity single and 24-hour concert to heighten awareness of obscure Scottish monarchs. We can call it Band-Aid or Live-Aid. That's a great idea. (laughs) That's a brilliant idea. I've got um, this quite a shouty Irish bloke I'll get in touch with him <laughs> and uh, Susan Jones um, at Susan Jones 963 on Twitter there once was a ruler Ieth Rex Factor judged his life he'd be dullness incarnate if he hadn't gosh darn it's gone and impregnated his <laughs> oh if you came up with that I'm so impressed give yourself a biscuit I suspect there aren't many limericks written about Ieth so I suspect yeah. I imagine that was well, an original Susan Jones you, she should write the song for Matthew's band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the song. Yeah. Just there, yeah. Use this instead of the Prophecy of Burkan. Yeah, agreed. I mean, that is that is really top quality. You know, that's very fine. And uh, finally, uh, an email in relation to the episode of Malcolm the First uh, from Julian on Twitter, which is at uh, IceB23. Um, specifically in relation to Eric Bloodaxe. I went to university with a guy called Eric Boring. <laughs> no. Obviously, he hated his surname. Since he was really keen on Vikings, he legally changed his name to Eric Bloodaxe. Wow. Now, I, I followed this up to say, is that actually is this a true story? Yeah. And he said, yes, it's real. It gets better. After many years, he gave up a career in computers to become a nurse. Can you imagine oh. sitting in a hospital waiting room and hearing a nurse Bloodaxe being paged on the public address system? Oh, Wow. Oh, that's awful. I mean, <laughs> if he didn't like his surname before and then he really got into nursing, <laughs> yeah. he'd regret it again. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, poor bloke. Poor bloke. Well, I mean, I suppose poor patients, really. Yeah, yeah, true. Nurse yeah. blood axe coming to uh, um, look after you. Did he, I trust he hasn't met a sticky end? No, not that I know no. of. Good, good, good. So, thank you, for everyone, for those all those messages. And so we welcome messages uh, oh, yes. at any time in relation to any of the episodes, even if you're not up to date. Yeah, absolutely. Let yeah. us know whenever you listen, and we'll happily read them out. And get, get involved in Facebook and have a have a wee chin rag. Yeah. Anyway, for now, that is it. Uh, we say goodbye to Cullen, who doesn't have the Rex Factor. No, good riddance. Next time, we'll be doing Kenneth II, and thus the last episode covered by the Chronicle of the Kings of Elba. Ah, mm. Well, it's been very helpful. It has. Uh, until then, though, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Cheerio.
This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, gift mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. With Capella University's FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines, learn at your pace, and access most coursework from anywhere at any time. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts.